illegal participation on the defense. 15-yard penalty from the previous spot remains first down. This had better be a big play after all of that. Second down at eight, four and a half to go in the half, six nothing Beavers. Jonathan from the right hash from the zone 25, goes back to throw, and throws the out, and it's caught, and it's going to be a big play! Chad Johnson down the left sideline, nobody will catch Chad, and it's a touchdown 75 yards for the Beavers! This is the moment, and right here will tell perhaps all about that. Third and one and a half in the right hash. Simon's in the handoff, can't cut to the left, first down and more, 30, 25, 20, Simonton on his way, 10, into the end zone, touchdown Beavers, and the streak is going to end here tonight. The snap on target to Nick. he gets a much better punt away here, Sammy Strotter back to his 30 yard line, starts up the middle, gets to the 40, he's got a seam, 45 midfield, 45, 40, he's got a chance to go, 20, 15, 10, 5, Welcome to Illegal Participation, the official podcast of the Heiner Tailgater. Recording this while firmly ensconced at the Heiner Tailgater headquarters, I'm your host and the big bald guy behind the grill, Bill Heine Heinrich. Joining me as always from Twin Pines Vineyards and Airbnb, the director of thermodynamic lipid immersion, my co-host and brother, the Beach. Beach, how in the heck are you doing? Billy, as per the usual, I am tired as hell, but I am here. That's that's always good. That's always good. Yeah. Well, we and we need to be uh, up front with everyone. We are recording this a couple weeks early because I am gone on vacation, and so we wanted to record this so it could come out while I was gone. So, just so everyone's aware. This, that we're going to be a little out of date. It, well, we won't be out of date because there's not a lot to talk about now, but there will be some stuff that happened, you know, between when we record and when it came out. So, okay. But we'll still have we'll still have the uh, this one will come out, and then next week will be the one that comes out leading up to the game against Purdue. Okay. So okay. we we always Sounds put one good. out we always put one out before game week. So this is yep. the one that comes out before before game week. All right, so the purpose of illegal participation is for us to talk beaver sports, tailgating, and anything else we find interesting every week, and just generally have some fun. Beach, this is show number 159. 159. How many years? Season 10, episode 1. No, we're so stupid. <laughs> Been doing this for 10 freaking years. All right. And actually, last, last... inconsistently for 10 freaking years. Yeah. Well, we were really consistent during football season, and then we kind of fall apart after that. Kind of like we Absolutely. fell apart last year after we put out a couple. We did like January. We did like a couple in February. We did one in March, and then nothing. Because we had kind of a – what was our music theme that we started? I don't remember. Did we, cha- did we change the music theme? I think you did. Okay. But, but we're dropping remember. that. We're starting it over again. Starting over again because it's season 10. 
Season this, 10. This is a big season for us. Not just season 10 for the tail for the uh, podcast, but it's a big 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 season for the tailgater too. I want to remind everyone you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and every other podcatcher out there. Email us, HeinrichTailgator at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter, at HeinrichTailgator. That's me. Also, check out HeinrichTailgator on Facebook. All right, Beach. First, we'll stop, start off with a little bit of Beaver Sports News over the summer. We, um, have, we, we didn't, well, just real quick, we didn't get any emails? No, not since the last one. Oh, that's disappointing. Well, I mean, yeah, but not a lot has happened since then. Well, that's all right, but you know, it's nice to be able to check in, make sure we're doing okay. Yeah, anyway, we're still alive. Okay. You post enough on Facebook, people know you're still alive. And my inappropriate comments, of I, course. I, I, yeah, yeah, I try. So, beads, the biggest. Uh, well, since we um, obviously our last show was in March, um, men's basketball went to the um, Elite Eight. Fantastic for them. Fantastic run. Um, uh, baseball uh, went to the tournament. Lost uh, in that first round to Dallas Baptist. Had a had a good run at it. Actually, were poised to win that final game and then just couldn't hold on. Mm. Couldn't hold on at the end, but um, I still had a good run. We had a good run by most of our sports. But Beach, the Ooh. biggest Beaver news over the summer is probably in women's gymnastics. What what happened in women's? I haven't been paying attention, and you know I love gymnastics. Well, Beach, Fuster, Oregon State gymnast Jade Carey earned an Olympic gold medal on the floor exercise in Tokyo. Now, you said future. Is she currently like a high school senior? No, we'll get into that. Carrie posted an overall score of uh, 14.366, placed her atop the field of eight finalists that competed in the event final. Italy's Vanessa Ferrari took silver, while May Marakumi of Japan and Angelina Melanikova tied for the bronze. Now, Carrie punched her ticket to Tokyo via individual performance qualification. She earned her place with an impressive performances at four World Cup competitions between 2018 and 2019. Her, accomplish, her accomplishments over that stretch were highlighted by gold medal performances on the vault and floor at both the 2019 FIG Individual Apparatus World in Baku, Azerbaijan, and the 2019 FIG World Cup in Doha, Qatar. Now, Carrie Beach signed a national letter of intent with the Beavs in the fall of 2017 and is expected to join the OSU gymnastics program in time for the 2022 season. So she is, I believe, 21 years old. Okay. Yeah. So she's a little bit older, but she's still been, um, um, she just has been competing collegiately, but has been competing um, outside of that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Did you watch the Olympics at all, Billy? I watched bits and pieces, but I was, I had other, I had too much other crap going on. Yeah, so. I didn't, I didn't watch a thing. I watched I a had, few highlights yeah. here and there. It's also hard to, when the Olympics are in Tokyo and everything's happening basically at night here. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, I just, nothing really, I don't know. I just didn't seem to really be engaged by the whole thing. Yeah. Sometimes I get interested in this one here. I don't know. I, I just always feel like they're trying to make out of all this for a lot of the, the, the stars of it. And yeah, then there was just a little more drama than I needed. I mean, it's like, I just didn't give a damn. Well, and any more, I get tired. And it's not everybody, but I get tired of so much of the political, social, socio-political aspects of stuff. 
Well, and, and, and I watch I, I watch sports to watch sports. Yeah, well, and and then sometimes I feel like the press wants to take a narrative off of something that wasn't there. Uh, the Biles gal, the the one gymnast. Yeah. You know, they kept saying, "Oh, she she's having a mental health issue," and from what I heard, it really wasn't a mental health issue. It was more or less a, a physical issue. Yeah, kind Did of. You, yeah, because they get that what they call the twisties. Yeah. Where it's kind of um, yeah. kind of an inner ear thing where they kind of lose their, I don't want to say their balance, but they lose, yeah. Yeah, and, and they made it sound like she was having an emotional breakdown. And, and, and you know, it, it always gets me because it always feels like one, one person of the press will come up with a very incorrect narrative, right? Yeah. And then all of the other press grab that story and republish it as if they found it themselves. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and you, when you get down to it, it's like, they'll say, Oh, this, this story has been verified. It's like, yeah, no, it hasn't. It, it, it took one person's story and you ran with it and you made the narrative a fact before it was even proven. Yeah. And, and like I said, I, I kept thinking, well, what's wrong with her? What's wrong with her? You know, when I heard the narrative that she had a mental health breakdown, like, is she depressed? You know, is, is, but, and then it comes out that it's, she's got the twisties and, can't can't function correctly on the bars yeah and i'm like yeah i i guess it just irritates me that they always try to make stories out of nothing or they they take it down a very incorrect um conclusion anyway there's my little bitch yeah, well like i said i just uh, yeah <laughs> i just like i said there's just so much of it i just didn't care mm-hmm. um, i saw i saw some highlights of stuff that i enjoyed but other than that meh didn't really care this year. All right, Beach. A um, little bit of women's soccer news. The Oregon State women's soccer team announced a 2021 schedule the other day, marking 10 home matches and seven televised matches. Um, they mm. actually kicked off the season on August 10th, Beach. Okay. But I don't know that 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 score because it was today as we were recording it, and they haven't posted it. They actually faced the University of Portland in an exhibition match in Portland. So they're being a bunch of exhibitionists. Pretty much, yeah. Cool. So, um, big fan. Yep. So they also have home home um, games against Seattle University on the 19th, Fresno State on the 22nd, and the University of Idaho on August 27th. Hmm. Okay. A little bit of uh, basketball, men's basketball news, Beach. Um, former Beaver Ethan Thompson was added to the Chicago Bulls summer league roster and will compete with the team at the MGM Resorts NBA Summer League 2021. Um, so the Bulls are playing a 10-day, 75-game event against New Orleans at noon on Monday, starting at noon on Monday at Cox Pavilion in Las Vegas. So a bunch of teams play. It's 10 days and 75 games between all the different teams over that time. Now, uh, Trace Tinkle is also playing on the Los Angeles Lakers Summer League team, while Gary Payton II is competing with the Golden State Warriors. So what are their chances of being actually picked up? It's tough. It's tough. Because, um, you know, Gary Payton the second has kind of bounced in and out a little bit here and there. But mm-hmm. it, it's tough. Yeah. And when you think about how, you know, how few NBA teams are out there and how small the teams are, yeah. you know, it's, it's – And how many guys are coming out every year. Yeah. Ab- absolutely. You know, it's amazing that the players can last as long as they do. You know, I wonder mm-hmm. what the average life – what the average age for a – 
a typical basketball player is. You know, some of them are outstanding, but other guys, you know, I guess they float around for a while yeah. on the bench. But, yeah, kind of crazy. Yeah. So uh, Thompson Beach actually finished his four-year Oregon State career this past season um, and ended seventh overall in scoring, third in assists, eighth in three-pointers made, fifth in three free throws made, first in games started, and second in minutes played. Wow. I just thought that was kind of cool. Oh, that's impressive as heck. Yep. So um, Thompson also uh, was awarded the Tom Hanson Conference Medal in 2021 for his work in the classroom and the community. Hmm. And uh, a little bit of Oregon State football news, Beej. Oregon State wide receiver Zariah Beeson is one of 53 student-athletes on the watch list for the Earl Campbell Tyler Rose Award. Um, was announced uh, the other day. The honor is given annually to the top offensive player at the Division one level who exhibits the characteristics that define Earl Campbell integrity, performance, teamwork, sportsmanship, drive, community, and tenacity. The nominees for the honor must uh, also meet the additional criteria of being born in Texas and or graduate from a Texas high school and or attend a Texas university or have attended a Texas based junior college. Wow. So bees. So it's basically for someone that's kind of associated with football Texas. in Texas. Yeah. Now Beeson, who hails from Duncanville, Texas, played all seven games for the Beavs in 2020, making five starts. He caught 16 passes for 148 yards and three touchdowns. Now he caught his first career touchdown pass in the win over Oregon. That ended his season with scores in back-to-back games versus Stanford and Arizona State. Impressive. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Texas, you heard. Uh... Dusty of ZZ Top passed away. Oh, I know. I heard that. That yeah. was just that end, was... end of last month. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'll still never forget seeing them perform at the in the old Bingo Hall of Spirit Mountain yeah. back in the day. That was a great. That was a great show. It was interesting. God, you know, he they had been on tour, and, and Dusty had been having different sorts of health ailments for a while, and so mm-hmm. like the week before he passed away, he'd gone home from the tour, and because uh, he was having like hip problems and shoulder problems and and uh i saw some footage from his last show i think in alabama and he was basically mm-hmm. like kind of half leaning and sitting on an amp the whole time wow yeah and so he went he just said you know hey i need to go home and get this fixed so i'm gonna go home go for some um physical therapy and i'll meet you on the second half of the tour come september and so their long time, his long time uh, guitar tech, which I can't remember that guy's name right now, was going to sit in for him because he knows all the parts. Mm-hmm. And so he went home and had been home for about a week. And then I read a thing from his from Dusty's wife that said he woke up that morning, seemed pretty good spirits. They were talking. And all of a sudden he just died in bed. Just like all of a sudden stopped. Wow. So kind of weird. Well, and I, you know, when I heard that he died in his, I heard he died in his sleep. Didn't realize he was already up in the morning. But, yeah. you, know, you know, good way to go. Yep. You, you know, we're all gonna meet our maker one day. Mm-hmm. And uh, nice to go when you're you're laying in bed and at peace. Yep. So. Oh, oh, beach. Dude, is that is that what I think it is? It is. I'm Hold on. Fired up already. Yeah, yeah. He moved it up and everything. Hold on. Billy. Yes, Beach. This just in. 
Two U of O student athletes charged for unlawful discharge of firearm on August 3rd. Wow. According to, according to Yahoo Sports, apparently not published in the Oregonian, uh, cornerback DJ James and safety Jamal Hill, both sophomores with the uh, University of Oregon football team, were charged with three counts of reckless endangerment, assault, unlawful discharge of a firearm, and disorderly conduct. Uh, apparently, they were using an airsoft gun and shooting at people. The U of O issued a, the following statement after the announcement was made that they were charged. They, the U of O statement read, We have high standards and expectations for the student-athletes in our program. We are made aware of the situation and are in processing process of gathering all of the related information, after which we will take the appropriate disciplinary action. Yeah. Yeah, so what that translates is is uh, the, those two students are going to be sitting at the uh, kids' table for the next two team meals. That's about how nasty it'll be for them. Yeah, that's, so, that's, that's how Oregon tends to, uh, yeah, to discipline it's, it's, starters. It's it's going to hurt for seconds, you know, maybe a half a minute. Yeah, they'll, they'll, so, they'll sit them out the first half of the first scrimmage. Uh -huh, exactly. Yeah. So, wow. Do you, do you feel like you've... Do you feel like you've learned something here? Now go out there and play yeah. ball. You learned something, right? Well, no, no, no. We don't need to know what it is. You just learned something, right? Okay. You, you know, I was a little shocked, though. I didn't realize that an airsoft gun was considered a firearm. I, I might do a firearm has to actually have No, um, you're, you're fire, shooting anything, fire. you know, because like a BB gun can be considered a fire gun or a firearm. Firearm. Interesting. I wonder, yeah. if they, I wonder if they consider a, uh, like a wrist rocket a, fire, a firearm. I don't know. Because that's firing a projectile. Yeah. I bet I, I bet I bet you could see somebody, depending on what you did with it, I bet you could see somebody um, charged with that. Yeah. You, you, you know, and, and not that I'm defending. We, we all do stupid crap when we're younger. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think what they did was, like, terrible. But it could it's have just put stupid. It yeah, it's just it's stupid. It's just stupid. Which moves so. us into this week's Tommy Tuberville. What's he think I look like? A jackass? Sure do. <laughs> Jackass of the Week Award. Every week, I like to discuss person in college football, exemplifies truly worse than sportsmanship, leadership, or just being a fan. And, Beach, obviously, this week, it's going to these two freaking morons. <laughs> I mean, that's just stupid. Right? <laughs> you, you, know, you know what's even dumber, though, or what I can't figure out, is why didn't the Oregonian publish an article? I agree. So, we heard about this, and we had to look all over the place. Nothing in the Oregonian. There was a little. There was one um, article in the USA Today and one on Yahoo Sports, but nothing. Po nothing in in uh, the Oregonian. Nothing in the Eugene Register Guard. Nothing. What? I just don't get it. Yeah. You know, the I I could go on and on about the press, but it just irritates me that you know what what people need to realize is we, we, we read the news, we watch the news, we listen to the news on the radio, whichever way we get our format around a podcast, right? Mm -hmm. what, what we really fail to realize is there's billions of newsworthy things going on every day, right? Oh, yeah. Billions, you know, between policies in small towns, car accidents, you know, there, there's tons of stuff they could report on, murders, whatever, right? But 
some elite people in the news corps pick out the ones that have the the narrative that they're trying to present to us for the day you know mm-hmm. and, and, and again you know people are getting shot right and left in this country right now but they only pick certain murders that they want to bring to the forefront because they 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 share a narrative yep. and it and it makes you wonder too what stories are are suppressed because they don't want to tell another narrative like like something like this oh yeah you know did the oregonian did they get pressure from the u of o you know we'd rather you you, you, if you have to publish it, you know you need to put it back on the back page, down at the bottom, below the, the below the classified ads. Yeah, you and, know. And I hear about a lot of this stuff, you know, because I read a lot of different news sites. And stuff. I hadn't heard anything about this. Yeah, hadn't heard so. anything about it. And it happened happened a week ago. Yeah, I I just heard it briefly on uh, KXL when I was driving in in the morning. Yeah. So KXL did did mention it, but it was yeah. it was very brief. Yeah. So. so. Uh, yeah, and it's just with these two guys, I mean, you're 20, right? You're sophomores in college. Like, what the hell are you thinking? <laughs> Even if you're, I don't care if it's just an airsoft gun, you're shooting at people in the face? Yeah. Like, yeah, what the that's... hell, you dumb dumbs? You know, I, I just, that's just stupid. Just stupid. So, Oregon cornerback DJ James and safety Jamal Hill, you both get this week's. <laughs> jackass of the week award yeah that's just stupid yeah you, you know what i, I and we've had, talked about this before you know these guys have the potential with with the talent they have to make they're they're three years away what probably three years away from from potentially being multimillionaires, yeah, right possibly yeah and it's like just you just got to make it what what does three years translate out to a little over a thousand days yeah just, just got to pop it out just another thousand days don't do anything stupid for a thousand days huh. and, and you become a millionaire, you know, but then they can't just help themselves. Yeah. Yeah. All right, beach. It's time to move on to the musical interlude. And, um, this week, well, this, this season is kind of a big one for Heiner tailgater. So the first year that we had season tickets was 1991. Yep. You know, I vividly remember 1991, going now well actually i gotta i gotta oh no 1991 we were parking in the main parking lot well yeah uh because um <laughs> yeah. all you had to do is have season tickets you have to donate money if you just bought season tickets you got parking in the main parking lot oh yeah oh yeah well hell we had that up until like 1998 remember mm-hmm. and then they moved us over there i remember being over by, what, by the forestry center yeah, one time? yeah yep we were over there for a while yeah 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 but anyways but, yeah um, so 1991 um, was the first year. That was also uh, the year I graduated high school. Wow, 30 yeah. years, So Billy. this year marks Heinrich Tailgater XXX, Heinrich Tailgater 30. Triple X. Yep. Now, in on the 20th anniversary, Heinrich Tailgater XX, back in 2011, I had the bright idea. Brilliant, really, brilliant. Of doing a 20-hour tailgater. Mm-hmm. And we did. We did. And it was stupid. Well, I had a fine time because I brought out a really heavy-duty uh, sleeping bag. Yeah. And, and I, I was, like, snug on a bug in a rug. And I, and I, Billy. I, and I, in the middle of the night, I froze my butt off, and I couldn't sleep. Oh. And then I had to go to work afterwards, and I cramped up all over the place. And when I finally <laughs> slept, I slept for, like, a bazillion hours. And yeah, it was brutal. I, I just remember waking up and looking at you 
and you looked absolutely miserable. And then I thought, well, screw it. That's his fault. I went back to bed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. So anyways, oh. so since this is Heinrich Tailgater X Triple X, we decided well, let's go with songs that were popular in 1991. So it's a year I remember vividly. A lot of good music came out in 1991. A lot of good albums. Isn't that when uh, For Unlawful Carnal Knowledge? Was that correct? Yeah, it's a great year. That's Van great Halen year. for Unlawful Car Knowledge. Any other big albums you know of that year? Um, you know, uh, I'm trying to think of the music that was played. Uh, big rock albums that came out that year. Was there anything by, was it Cherry Pie? Warren? Uh, was that, no, that was like 89. That was like 89, okay. I think. Oh, Guns N' Roses? Uh, Illusions? Correct. The Guns N' Roses yeah. Illusions albums. Yeah, those are 91. Yeah, yeah that, that's one of the songs I'm going to be picking today is from one of the illusions. Ooh, well, look at that. Yeah. Any other oh. big albums that came out that year? Oh, golly. Another, you big, know, my, another my, big rock album. Another big rock album. Yep. Um, uh, you know, uh, Bon Jovi, anything by Bon Jovi? I remember, uh, what was the John Bon Jovi single? Uh, that oh, that came out like guns 19- too. That came out in 1990. Okay, so I'm, I'm close. No. Uh, God, Blaze of Glory is what you're thinking. Yeah, Blaze of Glory. Um, I can't think of anything. Uh, I, I, you know, my my mind has been so long. Freaking yeah. A91. Yeah. Um, I I, I want to say like maybe one did a Def, did a Def Leppard album come out that year? Nope. Hmm. Um, and you said no Cherry Pie. Nope. Um, it would have been uh, another big Nirvana. album. I'm thinking. Uh, yeah, I think Nirvana came out in that year. Yeah, true, true, true. But it really, yeah, it was kind of hitting. But this is another big hard rock album. I'm thinking. Hard. Oh, if not um, metal. Not not ACDC. Nope. Metal. Rez- Razor's Edge came out in '89, I believe. Maybe '90. Okay. Um, and you said metal. Metal. It's almost the name of the band. I I can't think of it. I'm going blank. Or are you going black? Am I going black? Yeah. Ooh, Metallica. There you go. The Black Album came the, out. The Black Album came out in 91? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you had... You had um, For some reason, I thought it was earlier than that. Oh, no. Black Album came out in 91. You, you know, I never listened to Metallica. I didn't get into Metallica until probably into the 2000s, as sad yeah. as that is. Yeah. Anyways. So anyways, yeah. So those those three big... Out, or four, because you have both Illusions, came out. So yeah, all those albums came out in 91. So, Beach, today we're going to talk about a song on the fourth studio album by Guns N' Roses, Use Your Illusion 2. Now, this song was released as their seventh single on June 21st, 1991, and the first from the Use Your Illusion albums. Do you remember what the first um, single from those two albums was? Oh, um, my my thought is You Could Be Mine, only for the fact that Terminator 2 came out. You are correct, sir. Ooh. You Could Be Mine. Uh, was the theme song for director James Cameron's 1991 film Terminator 2: Judgment Day. You know what I always thought was interesting on that is on the cover or on the inside cover of um, 
what have been lies. So, Beach, the lyric, Inside. the lyric quote, with yeah. your bitch slap rapping and your cocaine tongue, you get nothing done, which was from the chorus of You Could Be Mine, actually appeared on the inner sleeve of Guns N' Roses' debut album, Appetite for Destruction, released in 1987. That's because, Beach, the song had already been written by then. Really? Yeah. Now, this tradition was followed by the line, Ain't It Fun, on the Use Your Illusion albums in 1991, which two years later gave Guns N' Roses cover um, of the song Ain't It Fun appeared on the Spaghetti Incident album. Ah. Now, the end of the first verse of You Could Be Mine, we've seen that movie too, is a reference to Elton John's song, I've Seen That Movie Too, from the album Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Now, Slash stated that the song's writing began at the first pre-production session for Appetite for Destruction. So that's how long the song had been had been written. Mm-hmm. Um, the, song, just... the song actually talks about band member Izzy Stratton's failed relationship with his girlfriend. Really? Yep, the song has a one-minute drum and guitar intro, and it was played during the ending credits of Terminator 2 and was also heard in the film itself in early scenes with John Connor. It also appeared in Terminator Salvation. Really? Yeah. And if I, like, I, I like Terminator Salvation. Yeah. And if you remember, Beads, the music video um, had um, a, a T-800 Terminator, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, was dispatched to assassinate the band at one of their concerts. And the video oh. consists of clips from the movie intercut with footage of the band performing and Arnold Schwarzenegger making his way to the front of the crowd. And after the song Mm -hmm. ends, he confronts the bands as they leave the venue through a back door and he analyzes each member individually. Um, And as he scans um, Axl Rose, the last person, it concludes that killing the band would be a waste of ammo. And he lowers his shotgun and he gives um, Axl a brief smirk and walks away. It's a great video. Anyways, And I just remember because that was a great summer because we went and saw Terminator 2 a couple uh, couple times that summer. We actually saw it down in Long Beach when we drove down with our buddy Drew Hall to Disneyland that summer. Mm-hmm. All right. So without any further ado, here is You Could Be Mine off of Use Your Illusion 2 from Guns N' Roses.
Love that song, Beach. Um, yeah, what was I gonna say? Oh, they released a brand new Guns N' Roses song. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I it, it popped up on my Facebook a couple like a day or two ago. Um, don't know what I think of it. It's called Absurd. Well, because they're out, um, they're out actually touring right now. Yeah, and I I don't know if they've got a new album coming out or if they just wanted to release a single. But the the song's called Absurd. I'd never heard it before, so I'm assuming it's brand new. Hmm. Um, and it looks like it's done with the the current band. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it didn't do much for me. You know, one of the things I loved about the Illusion albums is the fact that there was such a variety of sounds on that. You know. Yep, they were kind it, of all over the place. It was all over the place. You know, what one of my favorite ones is. Uh, uh, Garden of Eden. Yep. Uh, that that one is awesome. Lost in the Garden of Eden. Mm. And then you got In the Garden, which is like just no, the won't. opposite. Slow. Yep. Yeah. With with so uh, with um, uh, Alice Cooper sitting in with some vocals during the chorus. Yeah, they brought in a couple of, you know, then they had the one guy from, um, I don't know if he actually did. He was in the music video. Yeah, actually, that's, I believe, Shannon Noon. He of, Did he do backup vocals on that? on one of those yeah. songs Shannon Hoon from the band um Blind, Blind Melon. Melon yeah and I believe he might have been Axel's cousin Oh really cuz he he died a couple years what, yeah. what like two later and and like I always remember on the that cuz you see him on the video for that Okay no uh, they were just friends Okay but you see him on the video for that he's singing back up to Axel and that's the one where Slash is walking around with a piece of cardboard on the back of his shirt that says, where's Izzy? Yeah, because Izzy had bailed at that point, yeah. Yeah. You know, and that was the one thing I noticed when I was listening to the song Absurd. Um, I thought, you know, this thing's got potential, but damn it, they needed Izzy in the band. You don't realize how much uh, influence Izzy had on mm -hmm. the music. Mm -hmm. uh, I think def definitely stronger on the, on the guitar. I mean, Slash is good, but Izzy just had some great hooks. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. And I don't think uh, they, they've had the hooks without Izzy. Yeah, kind of so, yeah. All right, Beach. Um, next week will be your pick, so we'll look forward to that. Um, all right, Beach, it is now time. We're just going to talk about the um, 2020 season preview for the Beavs. Have you looked much at the uh, season? Dude, I barely even know when we have the – I don't even know when the first game is. So, Okay, Beach. well, the first game is September 4th, 4 p.m. at Purdue. Okay. So 4 p.m. kickoff. So the Beavs have 12 and, games. And is is, is our, our tailgater faithful Kurt going to be there? Oh, I'm sure. Kurt and okay. uh, Dave are going. Sweet. They've got ties to Purdue, remember? Yes, That's yes. They, maybe they should give us a – maybe they should do a uh, – A report? A report from there. Yeah, we might have to hear yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, give us an update. What's what's the – any local bars, any, any local foods? Yeah. Any uh, – that'd be awesome. Yeah. Anything you're planning on hitting – or anything, if a Beaver fan's going, they should hit. Preferably a cute little redhead with a nice ass. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, so, Beach, the Beavs do have six home games. They have 12 games, six home games. They have two home games in September, two home games in October, and two home games in November. Okay. And they've got four games in September, four games in October, and four games in November. Well, that's a nice break. Yeah. All right. So that first game, 4 p.m. at Purdue. September 11th, Beavs' first home game. 8 p.m. kickoff versus Hawaii. God, that's a late freaking game. Yep. And and we'll we'll kind of talk about what our menus here next. Um, yeah. After that, 
Another home game, September 18th, 12:30 kickoff versus Idaho. It's like we swing the pendulum both ways yep. and never can get a nice yep. one. Week after that, September 25th at USC. Mm. Then next up, October 2nd, home versus the University of Washington. Against the U of Dub. That's Philly Cheesesteak Day. Yep. Then the next week, October 9th, at Washington State. Ooh, that's that's uh, some of the cheese. Yep. Well, that's at Washington well, State. Not, so. that's, but it's at Washington State. Yep. So. Yep. <laughs> Maybe we should maybe we should do a watching party at the at the at the barn. Yeah, maybe. It'd be fun. Um, up next, uh, they have a week off. Then October twenty third, home versus Utah. Okay. October thirtieth at Cal. Okay. November sixth at Colorado. Mm-hmm. So it's the first time they have back to back away games. Okay. November thirteenth, home versus Stanford. Sausage Fest 2000. Well, I don't know if we call that Sausage Fest 30, so it'd have to be just Sausage Fest 2021. Yep. November 20th, home versus Arizona State. Okay. And November 27th, at the Evil Empire down in Eugene at Oregon. Is that uh, on a is that on a Friday or a Saturday? I believe it's a Saturday. Okay. Yep. All right, Beach. So I've uh, been kind of working on some preliminary menus here for our tailgaters. Okay. So, Beach, up first, that Hawaii kickoff on September 11th, 8 p.m. So, playing Hawaii. So, -hmm. this is what I'm thinking. Show you chicken. Okay. Korean-style short ribs. Alrighty. Kahlua pig. I love Kahlua pig. Rice and mac salad. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. So, we'll have that in the evening. I'll figure something else to kind of do during the day. Okay. But I uh, figured that stuff for kind of the main meal at night. How's that sound? Kind of like a plate meal? That sounds good. What if we just did hot dogs for the middle of the day? We can we can do that too, yeah. I mean, something simple. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking can... something kind of easier. Mm-hmm. Now, Beach, the big thing that we're working on, we, we are working on something big for that night. Have I told you about this? No, you have not told me about this. Oh. Well, I'm so, always the last person Okay, know. well, it's something we're working on. Ooh, no, I think you did tell me about this. Should, should we put this out there yet, even though we don't have it finalized? I don't want to jinx it. Okay. Well, we're working on something kind of special. Yeah. So we'll see. It's not nothing huge, but it's something kind of fun. Yeah, it's not like we got the In-N-Out truck to stink. Oh, I wish. Even though that is on is on my, my yeah. wish list for yeah. some years. Yeah. So anyway, so we're working on something else. Hopefully we'll get it. Uh, once we get it finalized, we'll post something about it, or we'll talk about it um, on that next podcast. Yep, yep. All right. sounds good. So that's what we're doing there. So the next week, Beach versus Idaho on the 18th, 12.30 p.m. kickoff. Okay. Kind of early. So yep. I, I had I had a dilemma here. Obviously, we have to do something with potatoes. Yep. So my first thought is we could do breakfast mm-hmm. and do like eggs or a frittata and bacon and sausage and steak mm-hmm. bites and maybe country gravy and hash browns and, and waffles. But mm-hmm. I kind of want to try something different. So what do you want to do? I want to do an Idaho nacho bar. Okay. So it'll be kind of like a nacho bar. So we'll have like a cheese sauce, maybe Qdoba, queso, shredded you know, cheese, sour cream, jalapenos, ranch, pulled pork, black beans. We could even, well, all that kind of stuff. But instead of putting it on chips, 
We're going to do it on fries, tots, mm-hmm. and Ooh. like potato wedges. Ooh, okay, sounds good. That sounds I fun. was thinking, you know, you, you know, so uh, Taco Bell has the nacho fries going on. See, right we now. could do something, it'd be something kind of like that, yeah. God, I love nacho fries. See, that's what I think it'd be kind of fun. <laughs> but we'll call it the Idaho Nacho Bar. So instead of okay. using chips, we'll use potatoes. But I, I like the idea of multiple different types of fries because yeah. sometimes you feel like, you know, and I don't know until the day of if I'm feeling like a regular fry, yeah. a tot, perhaps a curly, you know, you just yeah. don't know. Well, I was going to get curly. Like I said, I was going to go just no, regular no, fries. But, I was going to do, I was going to, I was going to do like some crinkle cut probably. But, I was going to do oh, some of the potato wedges that we like and like, tots. Like Chris, how about Chris cut? Like they serve at the, uh, maybe chicken. it all depends on what I can find. Cause okay, right now like, it's hard to find some peep, some, some food. Yeah, but I do like the crisp cut. Right. Okay, but because those actually make better nachos. Okay. Okay, just but saying. it also means you're going to be cooking a lot. I know you're going to make me do all this. It's, it sounds like it's a beach work his ass off day. Yeah, so good. I like that. Billy so sits on it. I was going to do pulled pork, and I want to get some other kind of protein on there. So I'm not sure what. Maybe we'll do like um, cheese curds and gravy, but I don't know. But I don't know about that one. Mm-hmm. to do like a poutine like how about a shredded chicken well that's what i was thinking i was thinking shredded like a, a, a po- and shredded pork and well yeah that's what i was thinking about like a pollo asado of some kind okay Ooh, you you using the fancy spanish words now billy Ooh. yeah yeah so i actually have that written down here but yeah and so like cheese sauce queso shredded cheese all that kind of crap all right so then you right. dub on the 2nd of october beach UW or Oregon, because we play one home every year, is always uh-huh. cheesesteaks. Yeah. Right? So we'll do cheesesteaks. And I was also thinking about getting some Ivers chowder. Okay. Okay. All right. And then everything that comes with that. Okay. Next up, Beach, October 23rd, Utah. October 23rd, Utah. Usually tri-tip Mormon fun- and Mormon funeral potatoes. Everybody loves the Mormon funeral potatoes. Yep. And tri-tip's hey. just kind of a fun one, too. Hey, I was going to ask you, to, taking us off totally into the weeds here from what we're talking about. Um, so there was that issue, we never discussed it, regarding, is it the Big Ten that ESPN's getting sued? Did you hear that? Oh, yeah, because of, uh, um, or is it the Big 12 is suing them for tampering? Because they're, try- because they're trying to move a couple teams to the SEC. They're, they're right? saying they're, they're tampering, yeah. We'll see yeah. what happens with that. Well, I was going to say with the – because they're trying to get, what, 14 teams into the SEC? 14 or 16, yeah. Okay. And because we were talking, do you think there will come a time when we will see less uh, conferences and larger numbers in those conferences? We're already getting there. I mean, is that kind of where the move is going? And then uh, my next question is what would be the teams that we would see in the Pac-12? Yeah. I just I, I don't know. I, was I mean, thinking about this the other day, and I was like, your thoughts on it. Well, I, I the one the big thing you got to remember is the Pac-12 has all not only been an athletic conference, it's also been academic. Yeah. So there's certain academic and um, research requirements that schools have to kind of fulfill. At least that's what it's been in the past. I would imagine mm-hmm. the Pac-12 would continue to do that. So it does kind of limit some schools out of the equation, like a Boise State. They don't have the academic or research requirements. How about like Hawaii? 
Possibly, but I don't know if you really want to go there because you're not really expanding your footprint very much. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, Hawaii's kind of a stepchild in that it's a scheduling nightmare. Yeah, no, that's now every thinking. school likes to schedule a game against them and like for football because it's a very fertile um, recruiting ground, mm-hmm. but not a great place to travel to every year or every other year. Gotcha. And then you got BYU, but mostly who has it? Stanford. And... Well, but Stanford tends to not like BYU. And the big problem with BYU is BYU will not play on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 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 and you also too, they, when they look at it, they kind of want to pick schools that have some different reach. So let's say you wouldn't want to pick another school in like LA, mm-hmm. right? You've got two schools there. Okay. You kind of want to expand your reach. So, you know, really the next thing you're probably going to look at is probably something in Texas. Okay. You know, um, you wouldn't, you wouldn't be going to Nevada or anything like that. I just don't know if Nevada has enough reach. I mean, maybe I don't, I don't know enough about Nevada. I doubt UNLV would qualify for most of those things, but okay. I mean, that's always a possibility. New Mexico. Still not, a, just not a very, I, I, I don't, I would see him trying to more move into Texas. Gotcha. gotcha. And, and right, like Texas or Oklahoma. Cause you could pick up at Oklahoma state. Again, I don't know how they fit in the academic side of things. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a TCU or a Baylor. But then again, those are parochial schools. I don't know if the rest of the Pac-12, mainly Stanford and a couple other schools, if they want to bring in a parochial school. I don't believe those yeah. schools have problems playing on Sundays, but that's just something that's to be thought about. Um, but like Texas Tech, maybe you know, could fit. And like I said, then you're picking up, um, big, uh, media places with, you know, in Texas, you're picking up more eyeballs. Yeah. You know, and that's the big thing. Are they in a big metropolitan area or a big area that's going to have a lot of eyeballs? Mm -hmm. So, all right. So we know back on track here. So Utah, try tipping funeral potentials, October, uh, November 13th, Beach, Stanford. That will be Sausage Fest 2021. So we'll be doing yep. Evergood Sausages that day. And then, Beach, because we always do cheesesteaks cheese twice a year. Last game of the season, Arizona State will be doing cheesesteaks. I don't know how we'll theme an Arizona State Phoenix way in there. But we'll figure something out. Cheese sauce. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But we'll figure it out. So do those do those um, menus no, sound, sound good pretty good? To me. Okay. Yeah, no, sounds fantastic. Yeah. I know we talked about um, Idaho, and you were kind of like kind of leaning towards breakfast. But then I talked about it with Gibby. I talked about it with Greg and a couple other people, and they were like, oh, "That kind of sound kind of sounds fun." And then Gibby mm-hmm. brought up the idea today of, "Well, why don't you do different kinds of spuds too?" I was like, "That's a great idea." That, that was brilliant. And right I know Beach would like that because all of a sudden he'll go, "Oh, maybe I want." tater tot maybe i want some tots maybe i want some fries so okay and wedges are great for dipping exactly exactly all right so that sounds good so there's what everyone has to look forward to this year and beach i am look forward to an actual full-on heinrich tailgater again this year oh yes thank god you know it doesn't doesn't 2020 seem like 
just a blur. Like, like it never really happened. It was like that whole season with Dallas where it was all a dream. All dream, yeah. And Bobby, and Bobby didn't die. Yeah. You know, I mean, that that's what last year feels like. It just yep. feels like it was all a dream and because nothing happened. Yep. Now, mean, well, Beavers won Civil War, but, yeah, but I mean, other than that, nothing really happened. Yeah. Well, Beach, and you heard today, obviously this has been out for, this happened two weeks ago when you're hearing this, but they announced that they're going to be implementing an indoor mask mandate in Oregon again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Ain't that lovely. Yeah. So that's where yeah. we're at. The punishments will continue until morale improves. Pretty much. Pretty much. They, they've got the people so scared. Yeah. That I don't want to get into it, this too much on here. Yeah. But it yeah just, it's it's just, just nuts. Just yeah. nuts though. Yeah. Well, at this point, I just. People, everyone has had the chance to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And if they've chosen not to get vaccinated, okay, that's your choice. Mm -hmm. The chance if you're vaccinated of getting sick enough to go to the hospital is like you've got a 99.99% chance of not going to the hospital if you get sick. Mm -hmm. So I just don't understand makes no sense to me. But anyways, Beach, I want to thank everyone for listening to show number 159 of your league participation. If you want to comment, send a suggestion, or ask a question, here's a few ways to get in touch with us. HeinerTailgaterGmail.com at HeinerTailgater on Twitter. HeinerTailgater on Facebook. Remember, listen, subscribe, leave a rating and review. Beach, Billy. It's great to get going again. I can't wait to record and get ready for a actual game. I'm the Tailgater Triple X. Yep. Next week will be show number 160, and we will be getting ready for the Purdue Boilermakers. I like when they take a name off of their history. Yep. Yep. Me too. All right, Beach. Cool. Well, until then, I've got a trip to Florida and Universal and Disney World coming up. And until then, here's a great big Go Bees. Squeege! Hey. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? You there? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, hold on. I don't have an update from Eugene. Is that going to be okay? There we go. Let me see. Hold on. I got to stop my video I'm watching here. Okay. Turn that off. Move you. Turn that off. You don't have a you, you got one thing to do, man. One thing. Dude. Dude. Who's picking the song? Oh, you were picking the song. 
Okay. You never said, but okay. didn't something happen with a couple of Eugene, uh, University of Oregon kids getting arrested the other day? Mm, I don't know. Let's look. Ooh. Here's one. Oh, U of O student arrested in connection with Portland Police Union arson. That was April. Okay, was there one just like a week ago? Two weeks ago, two students got arrested for something. I didn't think it was all that bad. Nothing as of lately. Let's try news. Ooh, here we go. Two Oregon football players arrested in pellet gun incident. That's what it was. Two Oregon football players were arrested late Tuesday and faced charges after police say they targeted people with pellet guns. Ooh, you could talk about your pellet gun incident. I heard it was an airsoft gun. I like beer. <laughs> 